Hi, my name is Em Yo from the Great Lakes Food Trail. This series of interviews is a catch up with some of our great farmers, producers and sponsors from the Great Lakes. This week, I caught up with Nadine the Cake Queen, who is a fully qualified chef and makes delicious desserts using local ingredients. And when we have our food trail days, you can find her at Bungmore Hall. Nadine and I chat about where she started and why cakes. Introducing Nadine the Cake Queen. Hi Nadine. Hi Em, how are you? Oh, I'm good, I'm good. So Nadine, tell us where you are right now. Oh, so oh, I'm actually relaxing on my lounge, it's so lovely. <laughs> That's fantastic because um, it, yeah. it's a beautiful Saturday spring day today. It is. It's lovely. I will be going outside to enjoy it myself. And you're at Smith Lake. I am in Smith Lake, yes. How long have you been in Smith Lake? Ten and a half years. We moved up from Sydney and oh, we've enjoyed every moment of it. My dad said when we moved up it was the best move we'd ever make. And with everything, with our current climate, Chris and I look at each other and go, it's the best move we ever made. Oh, ahead of your time. Always. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know that going, like knowing you for a couple of years now and seeing your story on your Facebook, you've done some great things over the last couple of years. I've noticed talking about where you came from and for those that don't know, you were you are an actual trained chef. Uh, yes, so I I'm a fully qualified pastry chef and dessert chef. Um, so I always enjoyed the sweeter side of life. It was always dessert at our house um, growing up. And so I, as much as I love uh, real food, I've always used real food um, in whatever I talk about with savoury, um, which yep. is why I love our like core values around real food from Sue. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the sweet side of life is my forte, and I really enjoy everything about that. Well, I mean, and you work in perfectly with the food trail because you use produce from the local area. But I've always been interested to ask you why cakes? Because obviously being a trained chef, you can cook anything, but um, yeah, is it because growing up that's just what you were better at, or you just it's, it's the creative side of it? What what drew you to cakes and, and desserts in particular? So, um, so it cooking ran right through my family, but no one had ever done anything with it. So. Um, like my mum always cooked, we always had dessert, she always made sweet treats, um, you know, mum's treats at the school fete were always the ones to go first and they're always <laughs> a bit different too, yep. so like not the sweet sticky toffees but the more caramel, really caramel toffees that just push the edge a bit further and my her her dad, my grandpa, um, had an orchard. They lived in Woi Woi on the Central Coast yeah. and they had a full orchard as their backyard and whenever we went up there, Grandpa had actually made plum jam and he'd make scones and rock cakes and we'd sit down and have afternoon tea whenever we went there 
So it always there were. It always ran through the family, but then I was the first one to actually choose it as a career. And it came about because my dad actually worked at the Stock Exchange in Sydney, and his best friend um, there uh, is Anthea Leonard's dad. So Anthea Leonard still has sweetheart in Paddington, and dad... Dad would come home with newspaper clippings about these amazing cakes that Anthea was doing. And I'm like, they're incredible. Like, I really <laughs> love that. And so I started making my own cakes. So I, um, mum had bought cake tins like Pink Panther and Holly Hobby and the number one, and I'd decorate those. And then I actually started with um, all the Peanuts characters. So VP, Linus, Charlie Brown, started making those in cakes and then grew from there. So I'd find a picture and cut, like start with a rectangle and just cut it and mould it and shape it and decorate it. Um, So anyone that had a, if you were my friend in high school, you got a cake for your birthday. It was an opportunity to practice. And then, so by the time I was 15, I was running a cake business from high school, um, as well as doing a school. And I did that right through, I did that year 10, 11 and 12. So all the friends that I made cakes for, um, because then they'd get what we didn't eat at school, they took home. So then their parents started ordering cakes from me. So I was running the hobby business at school with it. And then, but I decided that I didn't just um, want to do cake. Uh, so I did, I did work experience with Anthea in year 10 at Sweetheart. And it was the best week ever. And I was like, oh, I, wow. I totally want to do this. I love it. Um, but then by the time I got to year 12, I went, oh, I actually want to do the full right. course. Yeah, I want to go out and I want to learn all these different things. And I was voracious. So, you know, if mum was out of the bookstore, she'd look for any type of like cake book or decorating book or anything because we didn't have Google or YouTube. Of had course. To learn everything <laughs> by doing an actual course, reading a book and doing it yourself. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, there was no, no, no YouTube way to then. learn. That's no right. YouTube then. Nope. Because like you had to figure it out for yourself. So that's, right. um, that's what I did. Um, and then did a yeah did the apprenticeship to cover all different things. So worked in a like a French restaurant and a Danish patisserie, um, and I went to worked at Rockpool, um, then travelled overseas with it, working at Harvey Nicks in London, and um, uh, worked at a dessert shop in Vancouver in Canada, and wow. then came back and worked at Barrow Waters Inn. And then I had my own restaurant, Toucan, um, with Vicky Harris from, she now has Catering Northern Beaches in Sydney. So was that, in, that was in Manly? Your yeah, restaurant? that was in yeah, Manly, yeah. Right. yeah. And then, um, yeah, I had my dessert shop, Indulge in Desserts in DY. And then, but that got to, it grew too fast. So um, I said the accountant said, this doesn't happen so often that you grow so fast that you have to go out of business. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> okay. 
Cycle block is for only one person. That's right. So your supply and demand is only it's limited to what you can do sometimes, isn't it yourself? Yeah, well, that is now because I like with the shop, I had staff, but it was so hard to find the right people to help with that. And the staff I did have were truly amazing. Um, But in the end, like there's only so many 22-hour days you can work to supply half of Sydney. So um, I had to call that quits and then went to work at Yellow Bistro and Food Store with Lorraine Godsmark. Um, and George Sinclair in there, which was awesome. Um, but then it was time to have my first baby, and yep. then my second and one. <laughs> yeah, you know, go, and that was you know heading into the energy side of life. So call like that's the you know the behind the scenes alchemy of how what we do. Um, you know, has come to fruition from how we are and how we make that to the forward, like this is how your cake actually happens. They did a fun post about that the other day um, because I've just recently become a sacred soul system practitioner. So this is, yeah, so this is like the, the alchemist behind, you know, the front side of my life where it goes, you know, by truly trusting in yourself and your capabilities that you allow yourself to go further yep. with it. So, um, yeah, I so said it was very nice to actually, you know, come out and say that too. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. And with being in Smith Lake, you are not in a shop anymore. So, you've, you know, you've come away from Sydney and you're a mum um, so when did Nadine the cake queen come to fruition? Where so that now? is coming up on six years. So in November, that's six years as Nadine the cake queen. Um, wow. I, said, I do I do love a good reinvention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very good at adapting to you know whatever it needs to be with it. So um, yeah, when and that was funny with the name Nadine the cake queen. Because I've always been, it's been Nadine, Nadine, the something queen, like Nadine, Nadine, the dessert queen. Um, when I worked at Harvey Nichols, we used Nadine potatoes. So it was Nadine, Nadine, the potato queen. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, what about, I was going, what about Nadine, the cake queen as a business? So I typed that into Facebook and my personal page came up and I wow. went, oh, I guess I'm supposed to be Nadine, the cake queen. So you know, and ch- check that. I went, oh, it's available. Great. Well, I'll be in the the cake queen. Then, and um, yeah, yeah. And when you um started the business from home, um, what was your ideal, um, you know, I what was your ideal not client, but you know, you what what did you think you would be able to provide the community without having a shop? So I um I've always I've always loved cake and sculpted cake, but a whole lot like in different dessert cakes. So I also think of it as like dessert in a slice. So because um, there's a whole range of different ways to make cake and for what you want. You know, if you're doing sculpted cake, um, it is required to be sturdier because it also like it has to stand up. Um, you know, with all the baking decorating shows that are on at the moment like we all want cake to do these incredible things 
well, especially for weddings and things, like you don't want it to be um, collapsing before no, they that, it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and um, I remember talking to one of the DJs that was in our local area and he said, you wouldn't believe how many wedding cakes I've seen slide across the dance floor. And I was like, oh you know, gosh. right? Yeah, yeah, because they it takes internal structure for your, like, tall cake to be able to withstand, you know, sitting out and doing all of this. So I do, I have um, suggestions for people, um, you know, with this. We talk about the logistics of having that type of cake and it not sitting out in the sun all afternoon before coming. And the other, and the other thing would be, you, you know, it's like anything, we can create whatever you like, however... <laughs> you know these are, these are the things that are gonna like you were saying um about even you know doing things like pavlovas you know there's certain things you can do but then to have them best presented you know yeah you know because yeah. they also come from a like a restaurant dessert background so um yeah like with a pavlova i very I did make one the other day for a customer but said to him like pick it up at the last moment so I'm happy to decorate it and then um you know he takes it home and it's ready to go they said you know because of the cream it has to be refrigerated so um yep. the longer you keep it in the fridge the softer the pavlova goes so you you lose that crunch of the meringue with it because it just all starts to soften so, um, yeah, like some, if I'm making pavlova for people, sometimes I just sell the base, like just sell the pavlova, and then they decorate it at home just before serving because um, it's that, you know, you want that restaurant-quality dessert and the freshness of it, but some things like just cannot be prepared early, you know, and fully decorated like that, yeah. you know, to have that experience. So... Yeah, like I'm very wary um, of, you know, suggesting things to like two people with it. So I really like to chat to the customer about what they actually, you know, want, how much work they're prepared to do. You know, it's like if they just want to cut and slice and like, you know, just have the cake and then it's just cut and slice, it's dessert in a slice. Um, yeah, because there's, there's all different ways of doing doing things and I really want the customer to have the best experience when they're eating it so yeah. you know I'm like yeah I'm not making you a pavlova on Friday fully decorated to have on Saturday no <laughs> yeah it's not happening <laughs> no that's right and you would get so being working from home um you would and not like we're saying not having a shop you would have so many varied requests but I know that that you have um, specific times of the year where you have, um, they're not special, but they're special occasion, either boxes or um, offers. Like I know one of your most famous is your Valentine's. Yes. So Valentine's Day is my, my, my biggest offering throughout the year. It's the one that I promote the most. Um, so I came Let's up with... Is it your favourite? <laughs> It's funny, you know, because like working hospitality, I always worked on Valentine's Day. So oh. I don't celebrate Valentine's Day because I go, well, every day can be Valentine's Day. Actually, oh, 
especially. You don't need to have a special occasion. But if you choose to have a special occasion, well, I still choose to work for Valentine's Day. (laughs) I've been doing that for over 30 years now. I go, I may as well still like keep doing that. But it came up. So the Valentine's Day desserts are always individual too because they go, it's a day where you can treat yourself Um, because people would, go, oh, I'm not ordering because I don't have anyone to share with. And I go, well, why would you want to when you could have a whole dessert to yourself, you know? So and you true. can just choose one dessert if you want. So well, I thought about that for the Mother's Day ones. Yeah, yeah, because my, well, not for everybody myself, needs Day. a big cake. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, and not everybody needs a big cake. So, like, I've had people and they're like, I've been dying to try your stuff, but I don't have a special occasion. And so it will look out, like, that's why the special days are there, you know. So there's Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and, like, Easter, Father's Day um, and then Christmas. So, uh, yeah, like, those ones. I like to do the, the individual things so that you can buy, like, just what you want yeah. as well. Like I said, for Father's Day, I had one, one lady who, she was like, oh, I finally get to order from you. <laughs> You know, and she just ordered two two single desserts, two different ones, and some um, chocolate truffles. And so she's like, I just wanted to try something that I don't eat very much. And I was like, yeah, that's what the special days are for, you know. So that's, um, yeah, that that's why they're there. So it's for people that if they'd like to, like, treat themselves or just try, try something new because they put up different things. Well, well, I always tell people to to follow all the food trailers on social media, in particular yourself, because not only do you um, have all those offerings um, promoted so well on your Facebook page, but um, the stories behind some of the things that happened and behind you too and your family and your life is is just like is um is so fun to follow and you never know what little special occasion treat might be coming up that people can can snavel. I mean the fact that you do pavlovas around Christmas time, I'm like, oh, that's so like I can put cream and fruit on it. I'm so buying a base food from you for Christmas. Like, yeah, yeah. Then you've got your own good idea. touch on it, right? Yeah. Well, well I know I don't now it's on the now it's on this podcast. I can't actually say I made it. Yes, I'll have to say that. <laughs> so but I'll be able. I take it. That's right. But you'll be able to give give people advice on you know the best fruits. Um, what's in? I mean, people can work out what's in season, but um, you know that there's a a really good um what do you call it. There's a fundraiser going around with mangoes at the moment. So, yeah, that's yes. a great one to go, oh, well, I'll get the mangoes for that. And, yeah, local passion fruits and there's my Christmas. Yeah, dessert. absolutely. Because I also do, um, you know, I like components for things too. So it's like everything can be in its own separate container and then all you've got to do is put it together. So, you know, like, yeah, like the customer feels like they're, you know, like they've got a part in their dessert. To. it's not like oh I got you know the beans did it all it's like oh yeah. you know you, you can put your components together it's like having the frou-frou cakes and having the like do white chocolate raspberry frou-frou cake but you get a container of raspberry coolie to go with it so go you put that you know do your design on the plate and put your frou-frou cake in the middle et voila you've got your own voila. <laughs> 
and people can can choose to say that they did it or they can that's right <laughs> you know it's completely up to you so because that's what my business was in sydney so indulge in desserts i supplied restaurants with components oh. that we so like we design a dessert menu and then I would make all the different components or they might choose to do some of them as well. And then the staff would put the desserts together because at that stage in Sydney, restaurants weren't employing pastry chefs. So usually like one of the apprentices had to do desserts and they just didn't have the capacity for it. So I was like, well, I've got, like I can do all of that and, you know, I can make the different components and then you put it together as a place of dessert. So that's what most of my business was. Oh, see, and I am not great at putting, um, making things like I'm trying to learn. But um, if you if you had something there with components, like, oh, that's my dream because I love the cooking the savoury and then if I can order something that I can put together on the day, especially for occasions like Christmas or birthdays like that is that is so brilliant what about more traditional um things like say for christmas about like do you do fruit cakes or like how do you, how does that process work because um i know that you've said to me before that they take quite a long time to make yes well i'd always make fruit cakes and fruit mince pies um and gingerbread trees and some type of shortbread um biscuit as well and I, um, because my family always love it, so I always supply my family with Christmas treats along with whatever else my mum and my sister are making for Christmas, or my in laws too. Yeah. Um, that we all, like, we all love just like that traditional, we get this from grandpa, like having to have that traditional Christmas treat. <laughs> there. Yes. So I was like, well, I'm making them for my family, I should just offer that to everybody with it. And um, but it is it's really hard because like fruit cakes should be, I should be making fruit cakes now with it and every year I would advertise around this time well like generally September that you know if you'd like a fruit cake let me know because when you make them in October and they have the two months to sit they are so awesome by Christmas. Like the, because yeah. I make them where they get all the organic fruit through Go Vita and Foster, um, get delicious brandy and, you know, so the, all the fruits macerating and then into the mix. But when your fruit cake has time to sit, then it, it all melds together and matures and it's easier to slice and it's more delicious. So like fruit cakes made in November, December are still nice. But they're yeah. not as good as when they've had the time to sit. To sit. Yeah, That's yeah. So good to know. Are, are people too late now for Christmas pudding? No, well, I'm actually just going to do a post with this um, over the weekend. Of, All right, um, well, if you're listening to this today, if it's today, Saturday, the night, so if you're listening in the next couple of days, get on to Nadine. <laughs> or yes. You, and you might be lucky enough to, to snuggle one of these. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, because I thought really start like, I would like to get those um, like made, I think by the end of the week so that they can like sit yeah. and yeah. be really super tasty too. And um, yeah, like order fruit mince pies. When I have been told that mine are the most delicious, which I love. I love my customers. <laughs> it's oh, so that's, kind. That's so <laughs> wonderful. 
tell me, we we obviously didn't have our food trail um, this spring because which um, that's why I'm talking to you today as well. Yep. But with moving forward, how did people, like we're going to hopefully see um, our beautiful Great Lakes Food Trail followers um, next April, but there's lots to go on um, between now and then. How do people best order from you? Can they bring you direct? Um, I know you have a fabulous website and my goodness, if you're wanting to see some of the delicious things that Nadine makes, get onto the website or her socials. Um, so tell us how we can we can get in contact with you. Yeah, um, so definitely, like people following on social media is a, like a great way to see everything. I post lots of different things on there and behind the scenes things for people to see as well to give you a really good idea of what I do. And then um, I love it when people go to the website to have a look around there and then like choose me to create for them. Yep. Um, and then uh, sending an email is really great. I've got, uh, it's an ask me a question form there. So there's oh, cool. like, yeah, questions that I have that help me to give a quote as well. So the more information that people give me, the easier it is to quote. Um, you know, like in the first time, because there's, um, I get sent a lot of photos from like other cake makers with people going, how much is this cake? And I go, I don't know, I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I don't know how many people your cake is to serve. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> it's questions yeah. yeah. I need to ask you. So filling yeah. in that ask me a question form is extremely helpful. Um, if, yeah. Yes. Then if your cake is easy, um, yeah, like I'm very happy to answer the phone. Sometimes if I'm busy, I have to get back to people with um, like phone calls because I might actually be in the middle of making something and I can't stop there. Yeah. Or if people text, then I will send, um, like I've got the questions that I can just send as a text message too. So, yeah, it, it's super helpful when people answer the questions that I have um, because it just makes it so much easier to give a quote. And they can get the best results, that's right. Yeah, yeah, well, because thanks. it's really hard to make something when you don't actually know anything about the function. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, I will put all the links on this post for people to get in contact with you. Enjoy you the rest of your afternoon and um, and beautiful Great Lakes um, day that we've got here today. Tell me your area that you cater for is um, where? So I, um, I'm mostly cater, I'm mostly catering from Seal Rocks through to Tunkurry, um, but happy to like, I do like Buller Dealer through um, and I do go I go further so I do charge a delivery fee um, for that but like out to Tari uh, you know like around that area and further for it and I know that I've come and picked up from you before yeah because um, I'm, I'm really dealer. yeah so I'm really happy like people are very welcome to pick up. Um, I said the rules are the same for everybody in our current climate. So cool. um, you just ring the doorbell and I will bring the cake out for contactless um, pickup in that way. Um, yep, or happy to deliver um, as necessary. 
as well. And I am very looking forward to the next food trail and using all the amazing produce from the food trailers. Yes, well, yes. I've, I'm starting to plant things and grow things for you. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm get, getting myself organised. So we will chat offline about that that soon and um, hopefully have some yo farm things for you. Nadine, thanks so much. It's been great to see a little peek behind the curtain of how you got to where you are. They're all the questions I wanted to know. But if there's anything anyone else wants to know, please let us know in the comments and either of us will um, try and answer them. Have a great day. Thanks, Sam. You too. See you later. Bye. Bye. If you haven't already, make sure that you follow Nadine the Cake Queen on all the socials and check out her website as well. I really love it. We can't wait to see everyone back in person for our next food trail, but I'm personally really enjoying chatting with these gorgeous local dynamos. I particularly love unearthing why they do what they do. Thanks for listening, and if you could share this with a friend, we would love that. See you next time.